Good evening, everybody, and welcome to my show. Bob Walters here, just getting back from a big win from the Mets out at City Field. We're here with the happy recap, and I'll tell you what, it was a hell of a game out there tonight. Mets looked like they were going to run away with it early, and this was one This was one that they had to win, and it was one that I think you give Buck Walter a ton of credit for. A ton of credit for going to Diaz for two innings, he knew he needed to win this game, and he did. The Mets jumped out early. They jumped out early. They got a run. Alonzo with an RBI single in the first. Then Alonzo again with a home run in the third, followed up back-to-back with Vogelback. And I'll tell you what, Vogelback's going to be a fan favorite. I've said it, I've said it since they traded him. Just, just the way he is. He's a, he's a big, looks like a softball player. Vogelback is going to be a fan favorite out at City Field. And how about Naquin? How about the other new guy, Naquin, coming through two home runs in his City Field debut? But uh, the big, the big story out of tonight was two innings out of Diaz, the first time in his career, and he's done what he's done all year. He's done the same thing all year. He has just been money for this team, and he came through again today when they needed him the most. And Buck knew it. Buck, I'll tell you what, the Mets had a five nothing lead. Cookie Carrasco pitched very well through five innings and then came out of Vino, out of the bullpen. And what did I, I've, I've said it a million times. If you listen to my show, I've said it a million times. He's Adam out of Vino. I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. I don't trust any bullpen. I still don't trust Diaz in a big spot. But you know what? Tonight, tonight's going to help, help me along that, that road to start to trust him because Adam out of Vino came in, 5 nothing lead. And then before you know it, Acuna Jr., who, who is a, who's an excellent player. Acuna, Acuna Jr. is a good hitter. He took Gattavino deep. Braves scrape across another run. Before you know it, it's 5-3. And now here you go. Here we go again. Here come the Braves. The Braves never lose. We've, you know, you've heard it all. And you can see Diaz was warming up in the bullpen. I was, I, what I thought what he was going to do, which I was completely against, is I thought he'd pitch Diaz in the eighth and then go to Lugo in the ninth because he's done that before. The heart of the order, two, three, four were coming up in the eighth. And Buck does that sometimes. Sometimes he'll put him in, get Diaz in the, in the eighth to get through the heart of the order, and then put in, usually it's Lugo or whoever it is. It would have been Lugo tonight. Put him in in the ninth to close it out. But you know what happened? Buck Buck could feel the Braves coming. He could feel it. And he knew. He knew the Mets. If the Mets blew a 5 nothing lead in the first game of this series, that the bottom could fall out this weekend. So what did he do? He went to his horse. He went to the guy who's, who's done everything right this year, who's done nothing wrong for this team, who has been there every time, closed out every game, strikes out half the hitters he faces, and he said, I need six outs from you. I need six outs from you tonight. And Diaz went into the eighth inning. He got an easy eighth inning. One, two, three. Right through the heart of that Braves order. Twelve pitches. Which was big. It's big. Because if Diaz goes in there and throws 20, 25 pitches in the eighth inning, he's not coming out for the ninth. He's not. I don't care that he hasn't pitched in five days. Diaz is not throwing a 40-pitch outing. 
and you don't want him to throw a 40-pitch outing. He came in in the eighth inning. He got, the, he got through the heart of the order, 12 pitches, which is great. That's exactly what he needed. Buck got exactly what, Diaz, what he needed out of Diaz in the eighth inning there. And then in the ninth, leadoff single, wild pitch. Guy gets down to say, you know, it, it, was a little, it was a little shaky, but he got through it. Tying run came to the plate for the Braves, and uh, it ended on a little dribbler in front of the plate. Diaz took it to the bag himself. But this was a big, big win for the Mets. They're now four and a half up on the Braves. And they can bury the Braves this weekend. If somehow they win four out of five, they could bury the Braves. They'll be seven and a half up. And that's, that's what you're looking for. You'll take three out of five. You're looking for four out of five. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for four out of five in this series. In this series. But tonight was a big Big win. And you got contributions from the new guys. You got Vogelback, who Vogelback hits it a ton. Every time he swings, that ball can go a mile. He hit a bomb foul ball in the, I think it was the second inning. That was fouled by about 20 feet, but it went into the second deck out in right field. And then he hit a hit a bomb home run, which, which was right after Alonzo hit a, you know, how good is Alonzo, by the way? Alonzo hit a rope, a line drive home run into the left field seats that probably never got more than 25, 30 feet off the ground, and he just hit it on a line. Ball left the yard in about two and a half seconds. And you know what? This team got exactly what they needed. How about Naquin? How about Naquin coming up big? Two home runs in a city field debut. I mean, you can't ask for anything else. Us Mets fans, myself included, were all bitching and moaning about the trade deadline. We were all bitching and moaning. And if you say you weren't, you're lying. If you say you were happy with the trade deadline, you're lying. And look what happened. We got a home. We got three home runs out of the two guys just tonight. Not even counting the grand slam that Vogel back hit yesterday. So, so far, so good. You know, do I think he needed an extra arm or two in the bullpen? I do. I do. I think that will come back to hurt them at some point. You know, you just hope it's not in a big spot. But the big story out of tonight was Diaz getting six outs for the first time in his career. A big six outs. Mets can't lose that. Mets cannot blow a 5 nothing lead in that game and lose. Because that could have very easily been 8 nothing, and it wasn't. They played long ball tonight. The Mets are a home run hitting team. You got Alonzo crushing the ball. Now you got Vogel back. They played solid defense. They get good starting pitching. And, and you know, you, you kind of cross your fingers when you get to the bullpen. Hope they could get enough outs, get you to Diaz. And Diaz has been lights out all year. Diaz has been, he's been the best closer the Mets have had. I since. This year, this run, I mean, I know it's only what? It's only a little more than half a season. But this run has been the best closer the Mets have had in that I've ever seen. Not that that's a, a, you know, a tough list to be on top of when you got people like Armando Benitez, John Franco. I mean, come on, how good we really, we all love John Franco, but come on, how really, how good was John Franco? He was not very good. 
He didn't play on good teams, but he was not very good. You know, Edwin Diaz has been the best closer the Mets have ever had. Now it's a short, it's a small sample size. It's a small sample size. But so far, so good. Let's just hope he could do it in a big spot. You know what? Tonight was a big step forward for that. Because tonight was a big spot. It's not a playoff game. It's still August. But tonight was a big spot for Diaz. And getting those six outs and kind of working his way through a little bit of trouble in the ninth inning, getting a runner on, tying run to the plate. And he came through. Now, you got DeGrom going. You got, you got tomorrow night. Um, yeah, you got tomorrow night. Then you got a doubleheader Saturday. And then sun, with Saturday, you're going to have uh, Scherzer in one of the games. Then Sunday, DeGrom. So, listen, you should at least, at minimum now, take three out of five in this series. You got Scherzer and DeGrom in two games. You won the first game. Minimum three out of five. Anything else I think is a disappointment, especially after this. And I got to tell you, I loved it. I loved that Buck went to, went to his money man. He went to his money man. That's what he did. He told him, I need six outs out of you tonight. I need six outs. We cannot lose this game, and I don't trust Lugo. And you can see what Adovino did when he came in the, in the game, gave a two-run homer. Adovino pitched well. He got himself out of a jam, but... but you know, you can't throw a, a an o a one an o two hanger to Acuna Acuna Junior. and expect it to stay in the ballpark. And that's what he did. When you're o two one two, you can't throw him a pitch to hit to a good hitter like that. You got to bury it in the dirt. And I think some of the reasons why they don't bury it in the dirt is because McCann is terrible. You know, the Mets, I, I read something today saying the Mets are happy with McCann's defense. McCann's terrible. They needed a catcher. They needed bullpen help. They really got neither. They got two bats, which, hey, it came through great tonight. Three home runs, but that's, you know, that's not going to happen on a nightly basis. You know, none of these guys are, are, are Mark McGuire or Babe Ruth. Vogelback looks like he was, you know, he... They picked him up out of a men's softball league. But he's going to be, I'm telling you, watch out. Vogelback is going to be the biggest fan favorite in the, on this team. They are going to love him out at City Field. They already do. Because he hits it a ton. He's an all-or-nothing guy. Vogelback is an all-or-nothing guy. He's either going to hit the ball 500 feet or he's not going to hit it at all. You watch. You watch. I don't know much about him, but that that is exactly the type of player he is. I could tell already. You know? But tonight was a big win. You took game one, like I said, and you still got Scherzer going, and you still got DeGrom going. So minimum three out of five out of this series. They're now four and a half up on the Braves, putting a little bit of space between them. You know, the Braves seem to be getting, you know, the Braves come back, come back, win, win, win. They get within two and a half. They get within a game and a half. And then the Mets kind of separate a little bit. That's been going on now for the last month. The Mets haven't played great. 
I mean, listen, they, they won seven in a row coming out of the All-Star break. They lost the game to Washington. They won seven in a row, lost the game to Washington, which was an ugly loss, but it's going to happen. It's baseball. Everybody wins 60. Everybody loses 60. It's what you do in the other 60 that matters, that, that separates the teams. So even, you know, even the Nationals, who are more like the Washington Generals than a, than a Major League Baseball team, are going to win games. And that's what happened. So the Mets won seven in a row. They've now won two in a row. So they've won nine out of ten coming out of the break. And the Mets can really separate themselves. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to separate themselves. I could see this, this, this division is going to go right down to the end. And I think the Mets are a better team. I do. I think the Mets are a better team. They got better starting pitcher, better starting pitching, which is always the key. They got Diaz on the back end, and they got some power. And that, you just hope that's enough to, to, to get this division, to win this division. I think it could be. I think it will be. But I don't see them running away with it. Now listen, you somehow take four to you somehow sweep this series, you nine up or whatever. Then then it, you could start saying you know it's over. But until I wouldn't start you know I wouldn't start popping the champagne until you you know five up six up. I wouldn't start popping the champagne at five and six up. You got a lot of games against the Braves coming up, and that's going to be what decides this this division because I I don't think the Phillies are for real. The Phillies made some good moves at the break, but I don't think they're for real. I want to welcome everybody in. If you have uh, anything to say, if you have a question or a comment, if you're a Braves fan, <laughs> got something you want to say, you know, hey, join the show. But um, my name is Bob Walters, too, again, by the way. I'm the host of Locked Up Sports. Locked Up Sports, you can catch us every Friday night live on 365sportscast.com, the 365 Sportscast app, which can be found in the App Store and the Google Play Store. You can also listen to us on a smart speaker. Just say, hey, Alexa, play 365 Sportscast Network. Or you can find us, you know, if you don't want to listen live, you're not around on Friday nights, 11 o'clock. Some of you might have something to do, some of you have nothing to do. But if you're not around Friday, 11 o'clock, you can always find us anywhere you get your podcast, Locked Up Sports. Just search us. Or you can go to our website, LockedUpSports.net, LockedUpSports.net. But back to the game tonight. Like I said, you got a good pitching. Carrasco's been, Carrasco's been good for the Mets, and he pitched well. He pitched five solid innings. I probably would have left him in there one more. I probably would have had him go six. He went five. I believe he went five. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He went six. And then it was Adovino in the seventh, and then Diaz for the, the six-out six save. I hate to say I, I hate to say this I, I really do and I and I know people are gonna kill me for it, but he looks a little bit like Mariano this year so far. He's unhittable. He's unhittable. They can't hit him. He strikes out half the batters. His slider is unhittable, and he throws the fastball by you. It. I, I mean, I don't want to compare anybody, and I, and it's not it's not a fair comparison, so I shouldn't even say it. 
I'm sure there's people screaming now here listening to this going, oh my God, he's comparing Edwin Diaz to Mariano Rivera. But I'm not. But I'm saying this year so far, through however many games it's been, what has it been? 90 games, 100 games. He's been unhittable. That kind of unhittable. So, it was a good win. Like I said, the crowd was good. It was a good crowd. Wasn't a full house. Say about eighty percent full. I'd say about thirty-five, thirty-eight thousand in, in in the ballpark. But it was a lively crowd, a good crowd. You know, when you got into when when they realized when it was the eighth inning, and then Diaz came back out for the ninth. It was, it was you know getting on their feet, two strikes into every pitch. It was a good crowd, and that's what you want to see. That's what you're going to see there all weekend. That's what you should see there all weekend. Mets fans, you got to get out there. We got This is this is the series. These games against the Braves are going to decide the division. It should be a playoff atmosphere. It was a good atmosphere tonight. For a Thursday night, 100 degrees, good crowd. Let's do the same thing now tomorrow night. Let's do the same thing Saturday for the doubleheader. It's a split admission doubleheader, by the way, if you're wondering. You know, God forbid they do a, a real true doubleheader these days anymore. Gonna squeeze every dollar out of you. You know, it was uh, it was it was one of the games that got canceled, I believe, early in the season with with the the labor negotiations. But you know what? Do a doubleheader. Don't have it on Saturday night. Have the doubleheader tonight. Do a twilight night doubleheader tonight instead of doing Saturday because you know you're gonna get two big gates on Saturday. That's why they do it. That's exactly why they do it. You know, so Steve Cohen could throw a couple more couple more bills on his pile of money but I got nothing bad to say about Uncle Steve don't get me wrong so I want to thank everybody for joining here late night we are one one oh eight in the morning I'm still awake heading upstate in the morning or tomorrow afternoon we'll be broadcasting our show live from Saratoga the Saratoga race course got this week got the Whitney up there the big race the Whitney and, you know, you, if you're around, come on up. If you're not, tune in. And if you can't tune in, the episode will be posted Saturday morning. Anywhere you get your podcast. So just to recap, loved what Buck did. Loved what Buck did, putting Diaz, going with him six outs tonight. You won't, be, you won't have Diaz available tomorrow. I think he should be available for one of the games on Saturday. No problem. He'll give you three outs on Saturday if you need him. He'll give you three outs. The Mets should win three out of five, minimum three out of five in this series. You took game one. You got Scherzer and DeGrom. You should win a minimum three out of five. Now, and that's exactly what Buck was. I'm telling you, that's exactly what Buck was thinking. I didn't even see the interviews. I was on the train on the way back. So I haven't seen the interviews. I haven't heard what he said, but I could, t- I could guarantee that he felt this one slipping away, and he knew he could not lose this game. He could not blow a 5 nothing lead and lose this game because the bottom could fall out and he could find himself a game, out of, a game up on the Braves come Monday. And that cannot happen. That cannot happen. So he, he went to his horse, and his horse delivered. His horse delivered, just like he has all season. You got 
big home runs from your big players. Alonzo with three RBIs, two hits. Naquin with two home runs. You got good defense, good plays by Lindor at short. Guillaume, the last two days has looked like Brooks Robinson over there at third base. Making spinning throws and diving catches. I mean, where was the where did this come from? Where did Guillaume all of a sudden become, you know, Mike Schmidt? But hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. So the Mets take game one, six to four out at City Field. Game two tomorrow night. Should be another big crowd. I won't be there. I was there tonight. I won't be there tomorrow night. But uh, looking forward to watching it. Looking forward to this weekend. I'll be back on Sunday, hopefully in time for the to make the game to see DeGrom's first start. God forbid he doesn't yell. Doesn't get hurt between now and then. They don't decide to send him for an MRI, one of these invisible six-week injuries. But... So I want to thank everybody for listening. I got to get going. I got to get to bed. I got things to do. My wife's ready to go to bed. I'm broadcasting here in the bedroom. She's knocking on the door. So catch us tomorrow night. Locked up sports. Lockedupsports.net. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock on 365sportscast.com. My name is Bob Walters. Thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go, Mets. See ya.